Welcome to Sister Conversations with Ayana Blake, a healthy and safe space for women to collect inspirational tools, tips, and stories to become their best selves. Expect unfiltered truths and empowering strategies, along with compelling interviews and group discussions to become a more effective woman. Thank you for spending time with us today. Now, let's jump into our daily dose of practical Sister Conversations. Ladies, that was New Day by acclaimed international jazz and soul vocalist. She is my guest today. My sister, let's welcome Lori Williams to Sister Conversations. Hello, hello. Hey, sister. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Just uh, We just had a little mini vacation. Ain't nothing wrong with a mini vacation. You hear me? Right. I am getting ready to take one myself in a week or two, and I need it. Where are you heading to? We're heading to Cancun. Nice. That sounds real sweet. Well, listen, work hard, play harder, right? Right. That's exactly how we felt. Exactly. So I want to jump right in. First, thank you for joining me. I mean, I know that you are living that busy life. So thank you for taking some time out of your schedule to join me today. Oh, my pleasure. So what is your story? Tell us about how you became the Lori Williams. (laughs) It started with my mama and my poppy. So, of course, um, my mom and my dad, who are no longer with me, um, had... uh, three girls and and I'm the baby and uh, we grew up in in southeast DC and from there moved to um, Fort Washington I went to uh, Bethlehem Baptist Church which is in Washington DC sang in the choirs directed the choirs from there and then uh, went to Fort uh, Washington when we moved to Maryland directed the Fort Foot Baptist Church gospel choir and uh, went to Hampton University, fell in love with jazz, and uh, I give all credit to my two uh, amazing professors for introducing it to me. That would be Dr. Effie Gardner and the late Robert Ransom, and uh, worked on the radio station while I was there at WHOV as the jazz program director, left Hampton, and uh, the bug still hit. You know, I lived in Japan for a spell and then came back, directed the choir again, and then connected with a group called Collaboration in D.C. and started gigging. And that was uh, the beginning of it all. Nice. So what is it about jazz that made you fall in love with it? 
Oh, man. I think it's really uh, the improvisational aspect of it. It's a very freeing, spiritual, uh, vibing kind of music for me where I could incorporate all of my cultural aspects. You know, my family's from Louisiana, and I just felt like, you know, gospel could be in there, R&B could be in there, soul could be in there, and yet that jazz traditional element uh, was there. And I was just able to kind of hone into finding an original sound for me and then borrow some things from some of the greats. And then, you know, it's just such a great, great genre that, um, I don't know, just totally fell in love with it and, and love it to this day. And, and even uh, the different subgenres of jazz I love, you know, like like smooth jazz or contemporary. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I love the straight ahead. I love it all, you know. So you have recently released your newest project, a new book. Tell us what we should look forward to. Well, this is uh, my sixth CD. Come on, six. You know, produced by Bob Ball, and he produced number four and number six. And uh, this is a, just a new, fresh follow-up to CD number four, where the music, uh, I believe, can touch the adult listening audience. It's got that smooth jazz feel. It's got the, uh, you know, quiet storm vibe. It's got a couple of covers that are on there, and it features um, the likes of Jonathan Butler, Najee, Bob Bowen, and collaboration, uh, the, the band that uh, first hired me when I was in, in the D.C. area, when I lived there. And uh, I have some originals that I co-wrote with Bob, and uh, just really excited about this project. I'm, uh, I'm getting some love in the U.K., and hopefully um, our U.S. family will feel the same. Well, let me tell you this. I love it. Okay. Ah, thanks, <laughs> I love it. Now, I was listening. To, I've been listening to it for a couple of weeks now. Okay. And there's one line. I'm not turning pages anymore. Hmm, I'm anymore. writing a new uh, book. Uh, a new book. Now, OK, so then we can dig even deeper. Come so on, because you know, I feel like this this one line a, means a lot. Yeah. It, it means a, a lot. I mean, from the, the very first CD, which was Healing Within, I think my CDs tell stories. And if people really know me, they kind of know the path in, in which I've taken and the journey. And a lot of us, of course, we can't escape this life without going through some particular journey. And so mm-hmm. I've gone through some, some hardships and uh, some beautiful places as well. But you know, the first one was really, the first CD was meant for me, I believe. I wrote it uh, and, and released it with hopes of saying, um, I can do this. And, I, you know, and, and it was a sense of accomplishment. And when people fell in love with the music, it helped to um, propel the second CD. So it, that, you know, here we are at number six. And this is a new beginning for me. I'm in a new state. I'm in Georgia. I left um, my home of, you know, I've been there ever since I can remember. Grew up in Southeast and and um, and here we are in, in Georgia, and I have my, my son is here. He just he's in ninth grade in the fall, thank God, and um, got accepted to a performing arts high school down here. My daughter's down here. And Come she's on, y'all. Working on, she's working on her doctorate at Emory, and I mean, and she's also doing her music. And so, you know, between life and love and newness, that's what brought me to this particular place. And I always said, uh, say that, you know, there's a rainbow after every storm. And so I've gone through some storms and this particular CD to me is the rainbow that I've been waiting for. So I'm just excited about uh, the partnerships and um, the life journey that I'm going on. And, and if there's hope, that's, that's kind of the message that I wanted to 
express in this one where we could, you know, we've gone through a lot with the pandemic and the elections. And I mean, it's been a lot. And so um, I'm ready for something new and not not necessarily a new chapter. I wanted this. I wanted something brand new. And that's <laughs> this is, And that's it. It alludes to, you know, the brand new mercies we see when we wake up in the morning that God affords us. Right. Ooh. So it's, it's that newness. And that's where, you know, I feel I feel I'm in a different place right now in a different space. And I like it. And I'm choosing to enjoy this time. I like that, making the mm-hmm. choice, because, you know, we got to make right. the choice, right? You have to make the choice. And my father, God rest his soul, used to say, if you don't move, God will move for you sometimes. And so for me, I, I made the choice to, to make a move. I left my job after teaching for over 25 years. That was a big step of, you know, if you a good government job. And I said, nope, we got to make a choice. And I left that in order to pursue doing my own uh, business, positive music for positive minds. And, and then from there, making the move, that was the biggest step, I think, you know, because I'm so comfortable in the DMV that, you know, when you're, when you're in that comfort zone, it, it becomes, a, you know, fear can kind of set in, but I just felt so comfortable with this move that I, I packed up and, and gave things away and made the move. I love it. Congratulations. Thanks, sis. Thank yeah, you. congratulations. Mm-hmm. We love the rainbows yeah. at the end, don't we? Yeah, whew. and I'm loving it. Totally, totally. And love seeing them. I see more rainbows this year than I have in a long time physically. I'm just grateful. All right, now. So, y'all, my sister said, I'm not turning pages anymore. I'm writing a whole new book. So, I want to play a little bit of a new book for you all. Just just a smidge, just a snippet, okay? And then after this podcast, you all know what you got to do. Go find Lori Williams, a new book. Here's a bit of it. Enjoy. Right now. All right. That is my sister, a new book, Lori Williams. So Lori is an entrepreneur as well as an educator. Tell us about positive music for positive minds. Okay, Positive Music for Positive Minds was developed uh, when I was teaching uh, in the D.C. public school system. I taught vocal music for over 25 years, and I would talk to my students about lyrical content all the time because I was always um, concerned about the things that they were listening to and what they consumed and what they put in their ears, that kind of thing. And I just felt that um, they had the choice to, you know, what choose what they wanted to listen to, and I wasn't always happy when they would come into my space, even though it was a safe space for them to enter, I always wanted to kind of navigate the room so that they could be able to know, well, let's, let's analyze these lyrics. And we did a lot of analyses of, of lyrical content. 
and I developed a program where we discuss certain songs and who are the artists that you're listening to. Why are you choosing to listen to these artists? And if you had choice, if you change the lyrics, what would they be that would be wholesome or inspiring or uplifting to, to change their mindset? Because, you know, what we put in our bodies, whether it's through our ears, our mouth, whatever, our eyes, we are consuming those things, and I wanted them to know that they had a choice to, to not degrade women and not use so much profanity and not be negative and talk about violence and those types of things. So that's where the concept came, and um, I was commissioned by the Wolf Trap Foundation when I was there, and when I moved to Georgia, I set up location in Smyrna, and here we are, Positive Music for Positive Minds, and we've done several programs in the D.C. area, and we just recently did a virtual workshop, which was really successful, where we had some artists come on and share their, their art content. Very nice. How can we support you with this, sis? I would love it if people would go to the website, which is positivemusicpm.org, or even if they typed in Positive Music for Positive Minds, it's going to lead them right back to the same website and um, ask us to come to, to their school. We could do it virtually or we could do it in person and um, definitely affordable. I do vocal jazz workshops. It's really a lot of fun. So let me be honest. This morning... I got up, I got in my car, drove to Starbucks to get my fix. I put the windows down. I turned up your arrangement of Al Green's classic, Let's Stay Together. I I mean, you can put that in the car. You can put that on at the cookout. On that one, the feature on that one is Tracy Cutler. Tracy, Tracy from the D.C. area is playing on that one. So what made you cover this classic? You know, I'm a, a, a product of 60s and 70s and mm-hmm. totally, you know, dig Al Green. And I've heard covers, but I I felt because of our particular climate in which we were living, um, talked to the guys with Collaboration and Bob Baldwin, and we thought that that song was, um, was apropos to what's actually happening. We needed to stay together. And that message is really clear, whether it's with relationships or whether it's with... Um, our country unifying, coming together. We need to find a way to come together and stay together, you know. And so um, I thought it was also also a cool reminder of when uh, Barack Obama mm-hmm. <laughs> sang a little bit of it, you know. So we always remember that. So, you know, I, I just I thought it was a cool tune, and it definitely rings true to a lot of people who are fans of that, that particular era and the genre of soul music. So this album, I honestly can't find a favorite. Oh, my goodness. It all depends on where you are and what you need. Right. And so, well, listen, and like this week, the healing song with Jonathan Butler Mm -hmm. has been on repeat. Well, Bob originally wrote that um, song as an instrumental. I loved it. And um, we, we had a conversation about who to have on it. And I mean, you know, it's like asking, you shall have. And I'm like, really? Come on now. How amazing is that, that Jonathan Butler agreed to do that? But um, Bob's original um, melody is so beautiful. You got to check out his video when he does it. He does this live video uh, on YouTube, and it's really, really cool. Ukapela. It's such a beautiful, beautiful piece. And so it's more vocalese, and it feels almost. Um, like the unspoken tongue. It feels like that in the sense where you're really just talking to God in your your own way. I I totally uh, fell in love with it and was grateful that we got a chance to do it. It means healing. 
Mm-hmm, the healing song, absolutely. Yeah. So what mm-hmm. does healing mean to you in this season? Girl, I'm, ooh, <laughs> you're about to make me shout, right? Come on. I mean, um, I have, oh, my Lord, I have, I wish I could be free, free to share because sometimes as artists, we can't share the whole story, you know, you know, but I have been through so much mm. and um, I am just grateful. I'm grateful that I had the parents that I had. I'm grateful that. I have the heart in my life right now. I'm grateful that um, my children are where they are. I'm just grateful because, you know, these days are not promised to us. And I, for the things that I've actually experienced, the hardship, the, 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 the pain, you know, God has, oh my goodness, God has really, really uh, made a way for me. And he's put me in a place right now where there's healing and there's peace. And um, from health, um, I mean, um, last year, 2020, January, I was 30 pounds heavier. And people would not even know it. They were like, oh, you look great. You know, and I think sometimes we appease people because we don't want to hurt their feelings. But I knew I was unhealthy because I was stressed out. I was overweight. I wasn't eating the right things. And um, I just found a personal trainer and knocked those pounds out, <laughs> started eating the right things. I feel better. I think um, my mental state is in a different place, and that was with the move. Um, I'm not as stressed out as I was, and there was a victory for me um, in the court system, and I'll say just that much, that there was a victory that um, I had been waiting for for 10 years, and God uh, put me in a place where I could find peace of mind. And I'm just grateful for the family that God gives to us. It may not be our biological family, but he brings to us certain people who will take the place of those things that you've lost. And I'm grateful for that. Well, I'm glad for your healing Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. sister, if this is the music that you're putting out in the healing season, come on now. Yes, Come yes, on, Lord. Yes. Let's keep the right. healing going, right? Let's keep it going, yeah, because um, there's nothing like, um, I, I think you can even hear the difference in my music from the beginning until now. It's, it's like there, there was pain in some of those songs that I was singing, and some of the songs I don't even perform anymore because it's like I said what I needed to say and I'm done. <laughs> and so now it's about, you know, let's just have some fun and, and find that that peace and love and it's not always going to be I'm not of the mindset where it's always going to be so happy go lucky all the time because I know that that's not the way it is but I know the promises of God and I know that he's true and I can look towards those promises and trust and have faith yeah I love that come on Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's good stuff yeah, so I'm feeling I'm feeling in a good place and grateful for where it is in the now. That's yeah, what's yeah, yeah. So you're writing, Absolutely. you're creating. What do you yeah. draw from? Personal experiences. You mm-hmm. know, we all are doing those <laughs> stories. For me, it was poetry in the beginning, and from the poetry it became songs. Matter of fact, a couple of the songs that I put out, I had written a while back. And then uh, sat with Bob Baldwin and we created some great melodies and we work so magically in the studio. It doesn't take us long to put out something. So I said, we got to do some more. So it's been a really fun, creative experience. Nice. Mm -hmm. Who is your biggest musical inspiration? Uh, Diane Reeves, of course. You know, Uh I love, I love her. I love what she stands for. I love her energy. I love, um, I just love her performance um, stylings. 
she's uh, to me she's the the current icon in in jazz who I look up to uh, for music. And before that, it would have been Ella, you know. And I think that she may have you know drawn from from that that era and that time as well. It's funny you named uh, Sister Reeves because she's right here in my next question. Uh, we, we've read, we've studied, we've experienced the Sarah Vaughns, the Ella Fitzgeralds, the Billie Holidays, the Nancy Wilsons, and the Diane Reeves. Each female jazz legend has stories of triumphs and of downfalls in the jazz industry. Is there a particular lesson you've learned from any of these female jazz legends? Well, I don't know if it's about learning from the jazz legends other than perseverance, because, you know, I've gone through my share of lessons in the business. And I think it really deals with being a woman in the jazz industry and a black woman in the jazz industry. So mm. when I try when I travel to Europe, I have a different kind of reception from people versus um, working sometimes with people who are in our, our own country because they come with an expectancy. It's a different kind of, of welcome because they're coming to the show wondering what is this American woman, black woman coming to bring to this essence of jazz versus in the United States, there's a sense of competition, which I don't like. I always want to bring something that's fresh, but you know, you gotta, you have to make sure your, your streaming numbers are up and you got to make sure that you, your business is together as opposed to just doing the show where when I'm doing uh, shows overseas, there's a certain freedom. I don't know. It's a different kind of freedom that's there. How have you navigated work and life during the pandemic? It was tough at first, mm-hmm. for sure, because all of my gigs were, um, all of my gigs had stopped. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's when I really poured myself into positive music for positive minds and started teaching voice online. So right now I have about 10 consistent uh, voice students and they're in Italy and Austria and the U.S. Uh, and London. And uh, really excited about that. Come so on, really sis. Poor. Yes, but I wouldn't have had that opportunity. So even in the pandemic and that, that downtime and sad time, you know, we're able to develop. And so I was grateful that here comes Zoom, you know, and I'm able to put that out there where I can be able to do some music and uh, work with people over the the technology, you know, those ways like that. And and also I was able to do some recording that way as well. So I'm learning about logic and and uh, trying to figure out how to record and do voiceover work. So I've done some drops for some people for different radio stations. So, yeah, I'm, I'm doing, my, doing my thing that way. So the pandemic has afforded me an opportunity to reach out to a, a broader audience. But I do really miss. Um, those live shows and I'm looking forward to getting back and doing those. Yeah. You wear many hats. Mom, artist, Mm -hmm. music educator, actress, to name a few. How do you take care of you? Well, um, like right now I'm on vacation. (laughs) I took an impromptu vacation and uh, we're on the road and taking a moment just to kind of enjoy but definitely, um, you got to take the time for yourself. And the music in my children, I don't know, they're so welcoming and, and allowing me, I don't know, they allow me to do what I do because they know that it brings me joy, you know. And then my daughter sings as well. So she understands that. Matter of fact, she's in a show 
in Georgia right now at Marietta Theater in the Square doing roles like Diana Ross and Gladys Knight in the show, the Motown Review Show. So, uh, and my son is a, a fantastic uh, budding artist. He loves to draw, and uh, he's also uh, a trumpeter. So I think that when we spend that quality time, family time together, that's, that's helpful. And I love being in the studio with uh, Bob Baldwin, and that's creative. So that, anytime I'm able to, able to do that, I'm in a good space. I love it. Light the world. I love that piece. I love that piece. And I want to share a little bit of it with you all. Ladies, here is Light the World. That is Light the World. Sis, that's a hit, okay? Y'all better go get this project. I am serious. My sister's on the move. Tell us about that piece. Well, um, I think for me, when I wrote the lyrics to that one, I I was thinking about promise, you know, and how we definitely needed to have uh, hope in our lives. And and I always wanted to have a song on any CD that would, that would have a spiritual element to it. And that's where that, the song came from. That's a good piece. I mean, again, Thank I you. can't find a favorite piece. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you have really made your mark with this piece. It's really yeah. good. Not that the other ones aren't fierce, because I saw mm-hmm. you uh, right before the pandemic at the winery, the city winery. Right, the, right. I'm scheduled to come back in September. All right, now. Mm-hmm. You all heard that, right? Y'all better get yeah, y'all tickets. September 26th. <laughs> yeah. And so when I heard you live, I was like, my sister is fierce. It was a wonderful concert, and I'm like, okay, but you still had room to go up from there. <laughs> you know, I pray that there's always a space to grow, and and that's uh, what I always tell my students, that we have not arrived. We all, I'm learning from them, they're learning from me, and um, if you ever feel like you've, you've made it, then it's time for you to stop. So mm-hmm. yeah, I want to keep, gro- keep growing. Growing is important. Growing Mm -hmm. is important. So I ask this question to pretty much all of my guests. Who is the woman you admire the most, past or present? What would you tell her that she doesn't already know? It would be my mom. You know, I miss my mom a whole lot. And I think that 
you know, she, she passed and she was 67 when she passed. And I think that I would want her to see me as I am now and know that I'm a survivor and, and that um, the, the lessons that she gave to me as a young child were definitely beneficial. And, and I am adhering to them and hearing her voice. Uh, even when I look in the mirror, I still see her face through my eyes and hope that I make her proud. I know that she was proud of me, but you know, I, I think that when you have, you know, when you have children, you want them to, you want them to be okay, and they go through their their trials. You know, she never got a chance to meet my son because uh, she passed before he uh, was born. So I just want her to know that um, I'm I'm strong and that I'm I'm following after her footsteps, and uh, I'm I'm hoping to dream the dreams that she wanted to and fulfill them. Hmm. Amen. I like that. What is your mother's name? Myrtle Washington Williams. All right, Mother Myrtle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, Mother Myrtle. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So yeah. the world is opening up slowly. Yeah. You mentioned September at the City Winery. Right. August 15th with Bob Ball and Lord Willing at Ram's Head in Annapolis, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is how we can uh, grab our mask. And <laughs> yeah, right, and come on out. And know? come and on out. Your, if you've had vaccinations, you'll be good too. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I've had mine, so I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least we, at least we believe we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what we can do. That's what we can do. Believe that we are. Right. So, how can our listeners follow and get more of Lori Williams? Lori Williams can be heard on, matter of fact, all my music is on LoriJazz.net, which is L-O-R-I-J-A-Z-Z.net. And uh, they can follow me on LoriJazz.com, L-O-R-I-J-A-Z-Z.com. Okay, you all, you heard that. Go and support our sister and her newest project, New Day. Sis, I love you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. And my, my single is, is New Day and the CD is a new book and they can find me on, on those uh, platforms we talked about. And I love you so much for having me. I'll talk soon. Love you, girl. Love you. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Sister Conversations with Ayana Blake. Be sure to subscribe to our show in your favorite podcast app and sign up to join our email list at www.sisterconversations.com. See you next week. And don't forget, bring a sister with you.